fighting with faith. If we're going to fight well and true and victorious, then before anything else, we need to armor up. And in Ephesians 6, 13 to 17, in the Amplified Versions, it says, Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious, So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness and upright heart, and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We need to armor up to fight the good faith. We need to armor up. I love that out of all those things, there's only one that's actually a weapon and that is the word of God, the sword. Everything else is for our protection. Everything else is to keep us safe. So I wanted to share tonight about my faith stances. And we had a little debate at Bankstown because I say stances and it's stances. But, you know, you can take the girl out of New Zealand, but you can't take the New Zealand out of the girl, right? That's how we say it in the motherland. (laughs) So bear with me with our stances here tonight. These are three stances that I believe that are all fighting with faith stances. They all transition, I think, from one to another. In my life, that is what I've known to be true. They flow on from one to another. And they have different uh, levels of maturity and they have different levels of need and different times and places to be used. They are, um, I'm going to explain them in a physical stance, but it's actually what I'm speaking about as a spiritual stance. It's on the inside. It's, what's, it's the way you're standing on the inside, the internal stance of the posture of your heart and your spirit. So we're going to kick off with, you know, we're fighting with faith. So we're going to kick off with the sword of the spirit, the sword of the word of God, fighting, the full-on fight, the full-on warfaring fight. You know, when we come into church and we uh, come and we're ready for pre-pump and we go into that prayer, it's warfare prayer. It's like it's big, it's breakthrough, it's loud, it's like in your face, it's like, you know, crushing the devil's head. It's saying, no, no, not today. Devil, not today, not today. It's taking authority, it's taking the word of God and it's lunging forward and it's physical and the adrenaline starts to pump and it's exciting and you can feel that faith rise and it's, it's a great It's a great way to fight. It's a great way to get breakthrough. But you can't actually live in that place 24-7. You can't sustain that place 24-7. You can't fight all the time. And there's only one reason I can think of why you can't is because it's actually physically exhausting. I sometimes go home from prayer meetings or, or meetings at church and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just need to go to sleep. Like I literally feel like I've just fought a battle, like I'm, I'm tired now. We can't live in that place. 
But in that place is where we learn to declare the word of God. It's where we learn to stand on the promises of God. It's where we we speak them out. And, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. When we're speaking the word of God out, we're actually hearing it as well. So our faith is it's like the circle of continuing faith growing on the inside of us. We're, we're sharpening our sword when we're like that. We're, we're forming our weapons. We're forming our armor when we're in that place. It's an important place to be and it's an important place to stand. And we need to sometimes stand up and just declare faith and fight with faith. In Isaiah 55, 11, in the New King James Version, it says, So shall my word that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. When we're in that place, We've got to trust that the word of God that we have fought with, the word of God that we have sent out, the word of God that we have stood on and and fighted with, that it is going to do what it's supposed to do. We've got to trust that God is going to, in that time of fighting, that he is going to see us through, that he is actually going to turn up and do what he says he's going to do. The next stance, and um, I think I spend a lot of my life in this place, the bulk of my walk in this place. And I'm wearing my T-shirt here tonight by Louder. Hello, and it says stand. Stand, stand. It could be, but that's just getting silly, Leon. (laughs) Stand, we say it like that in New Zealand too, we stand. (laughs) And and, and within this stance, I feel like there's two stances that we can take. And the first one is holding up that shield of faith. It's standing and it's holding the shield of faith. The shield of faith that has been formed, the shield of faith that has been crafted, the shield of faith that has been made so strong. So when those darts come from the enemy, from our friends, from our neighbors, from our workplace, from circumstances, whatever it may be, it's not our spirit taking the hit, it's the shield of faith that is taking the hit, it's deflecting them. The second stance within the standing stance is, I'm so glad that I could be here for you, Kathy, tonight. The second, the second stance, and this one, I get a picture of a tug of war. And you know you've got the guy at the end, and he wraps that rope around himself, and he digs his feet in, and he holds the line for his team. He holds the line, and it's like getting that bout of truth and he's wrapping it around himself, and he's digging his feet, and he's like, I'm not going to be shaken. I'm not going to be moved. Even though I'm getting pulled forward, I'm going to hold the line. I'm going to hold the line. I know who I am in Jesus. I know who I am in God. I know the power of the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to wrap that truth around me, and I'm going to hold the line. And I find like I spend a lot of time just holding the line, just standing and holding the line. People often ask Dylan and I, you know, how did you get to where, you've, where you are? And it's not that we feel like we've arrived at any amazing destination or anything, but I guess how we got there was we held the line. We just held the line. We've had things come at us. We've had things that wanted to knock us over. We've had our own stumbling blocks that we've put in front of ourselves that we've had to get over, but we've just held the line. 
and we've seen the release come. We've seen trials come and we've dug in and we've held the line. And just like when the other team starts to lose and they let go of that rope, that release comes and it's like, oh my gosh, we held the line. The release is here. My arms no longer ache. My arms, my legs no longer ache. The release is here. The miracle is here. The breakthrough is here because we held the line, because we stood. We stood our ground. But we can't go from stand, from nothing to standing. You've got to know what you're standing on. You've got to know the shield of faith that you're actually holding up. You've got to know what the truth is that you're wrapping yourself around. You can't just stand on nothing. You have to be standing on him. You have to be standing on the rock. In James 1.12 in the Amplified Version, it says, Blessed, happy, spiritually prosperous, favored by God, is the man who is steadfast under trial and perseveres when tempted, for he... For when he has passed the test and been approved, he will receive the victor's crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. There is reward for holding the line. I said this morning, the reward is you get to go through another test. (laughs) You get to go through another trial. It's like, bring it on. No, it's good. There is a reward. There is a reward. And it's just an amazing feeling when you know that you've stood your ground. You know you've stood on Jesus and and to come through the other side. The third stance is an interesting one and um, probably the hardest one for me to articulate. And I tried to write it out. I tried to speak it out before I got here. But it's just so contradictory. (laughs) It's like it's like this, but it's not. It's like that, but it's kind of not. It's like this, but yeah, I said this morning, it's like the Word of God. You know, who, who put your hand up if you really sometimes feel like the Word of God contradicts itself? Come on, don't be holy. I know you all think it. I know you all think it. We know it doesn't, but it feels like that, right? At times it feels like that. And this is kind of what this stance feels like to me. And this stance is, well, it's not really a stance. It's on your knees. On your knees. But it's not a whiny on your knees. It's not like, oh, God, I don't know what to do. Like, why is this happening to me? Like, I just, I'm at the end of myself. Like, please turn up. Please do something. It's not that kind of on your knees. It's a place where you are totally submitted. It's a place where it's very still. It's very calm. It's a place where God just shows up and he holds you with his grace. But it's a place of utmost strength. It's a place where it goes from, I need to see you move, to I don't need to see. I just need to see you. It's a place where you don't need to fight anymore. You've already declared the promises of God. You've already stood and held the line. It's a place where you just go. It's a restful place, knowing that he's got you. Just um, the last few weeks, um, for myself, I mean, I'm I'm pregnant again. (laughs) Surprise. Um, Turns out Dylan and I were the only surprised ones. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, and I have this condition that I've had with my last three pregnancies, which has left me almost debilitated at times to the point where I haven't been able to walk without an excruciating amount of pain. In the last few weeks, I felt that pain start to creep into my body. And it was familiar, and I was like, Lord, I, I can't do this again. Like, I can't do this. And it hasn't fully blown out, and I think partly is because I'm just totally on my knees to him. But not in that weak place, just like, you know, I went to that weak place at first. It's okay. We can, we're human. We need to process things sometimes. When I actually first found out I was pregnant, I said, do you hate me? Like, are you trying to break me? Why would you do this to me? You know how hard it's been the last couple of times. Like, I just couldn't believe that he would be so cruel. Like, my gosh. But anyway, I got, I moved past that. It's all right. It wasn't about the baby. It was just about, yeah, my body being wrecked. But, <laughs> but I got to this place where it's just like, I just totally trust you. I totally trust you. I just come what may. Come what may. I'm going to trust you. And I just feel his grace holding me. I feel like this pain's trying to sneak in, but he's there and he's just holding me. I have never actually been so quiet with God that I am in this place of surrender, but I have never felt his presence so close to me at all times. It's not that really strong manifest, you know, warrior breakthrough where he just drops and you're like, oh my gosh, wow, did you feel that? It's just this constant knowing that he's there. Like I literally feel him walking with me. I feel his grace with me. I feel him carrying me. But it's in a place of strength. Like I don't feel weak. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm I'm whining or just I just feel like just this it's so hard to explain. Like it's really hard for me to articulate. And usually I'm pretty good at that, but I'm really struggling to like work it all out in my head, but I feel him with me and I know that he is with me. Not just because I say I know that he's with me, but because I actually know on the inside out that he is actually with me. In Exodus 14, 14, it says, the Lord will fight for you while you only need to keep silent and remain calm. Perhaps the biggest faith test is to be completely still and know that he is God. You know, the Bible tells us that trials will surely come, and they surely do. They surely do. I'm sure that if we put all our stories together in this room right now, there would be like a Bible-sized story of trials. But if a trial never comes... Our faith is never tested. We never know the actual level and the strength of our faith if a trial never comes. It's one thing to say and declare and be all like, yay, Jesus. But when the trial comes, is your posture still the same? Is your stance still the same? Are you still standing on the word of God? You know, we've all heard the, the saying or the slang phrase, the struggle is real. The struggle is real. I had a struggle is real moment last, well, yesterday afternoon when one of our children started vomiting and then another one and then another one until we were five down 
vomiting all through the house. You know, we have one room that's got carpet. One room. One room. <laughs> carpet and a rug. One room. The rest of the house is all hard floors, tiles or, or wood. One room. Of course, that room has to have the biggest, chunkiest pile of spew sitting in it when I walk in. Thank goodness Dylan is there because he's, he's the spew man. He cleans up all the spew. I don't deal with that stuff very well. So he's there and he's at home. He's been at home all day with the kids as well so that I could preach at Bankstown this morning and here tonight. And I had a moment, the struggle was real moment last night. And I was thinking as one after the other got sick and the pile of washing and the laundry started to get higher and higher and my rug, I mean, I walked in and I was literally, I was telling the girls before, I walked in, I'm like, no, no, like that, I just bought that rug not long ago, it's destroyed, like I shouldn't even have bought it, I didn't have the money for it, but I bought it anyway, and I'm like, is this payback, is this payback, <laughs> no, but, you know, the struggle was real, and I was thinking, gosh, can I even leave Dylan at home with four, then it was five, spewing children, like some of them are quite young and it's full on and crying and, you know, yeah, it was, it was interesting. But then I started to read over my preach and, and the struggle was real, but I've changed it up over the last couple of weeks and I've been telling myself, the struggle is deal. The struggle is deal. There's things that just happen in life and you know what? We just have to suck it up and we just have to deal. We have to deal. We have to like get out that spirit, uh, that sword, and we have to fight sometimes. We have to hold the line sometimes. We have to push through at times, and we have to sometimes get on our knees and just work. God, it's hard, but you know what? You will see me through. You will see me through. You know, fighting with faith, whether it's that full-on warfare mode, whether it's standing your ground, it's holding the line, whether it's on your knees. One thing is the same for me. They all take strength. They all take faith. They all take a strong posture. They all take integrity. They all take character. And I'm going to finish with Ephesians 6. 10 to 18 in the message version. I feel like this says it, everything I'm saying really well. And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you'll be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, 
Righteousness, peace, faith and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Another way that I continue to be able to fight with faith is coming to this house, being connected to the vine, being connected to the house of God, coming into this place and being nourished by the worship, being nourished by the word, being nourished by my family. It's so important that we would hold each other in prayer. It's so important to encourage each other. It's so important to push through for each other. Sometimes I've held the line for others because they couldn't hold it for themselves. Sometimes I've been on my knees for others because they were just on their knees, but they were surrendered to the wrong thing. They weren't surrendered to God. They were surrendered to the circumstance. Sometimes we've got to stand in the gap. We've got to hold each other. We've got to fight for each other. Right now, I want us to... um, I want us to play something. I, I want us to go even to not today or something warfareish, tremble, whatever you guys want to do. Sorry if I'm messing up your music, but I've got the microphone. <laughs> so I want us to go and I want us to stand and I want us to go into a bit of warfare here tonight. I want us to take hold of the Word of God.